South of the border, the Food and Drug Administration Advisory Panel has now voted that the COVID-19 vaccine benefits, Pfizer's in specifically, the benefits in preventing COVID-19 in 5 to 11-year-olds outweigh any potential risks. And next week, the CDC in the U.S. will have to decide whether to recommend the shots and which youngsters should get get them. Health Canada is reportedly not far behind in a ruling on Pfizer for Kids. Ontario says it will be ready, says Ontario's Minister of Health. We are encouraging all parents to have their children vaccinated, age 5 to 11, as soon as it becomes available uh, by uh, Health Canada's approval. We will be ready to supply those vaccines. We have the orders in, we have the capability to do it, and we are ready to deliver just as we've had successfully done with adults, we will successfully do with children as well. We may be ready, but are parents ready? Because a recent survey by Angus Reid shows that only 51% of parents plan to immediately vaccinate their kids when the pediatric doses become available. Dr. Kate Allen is with the Centre for Vaccine Preventable Diseases at the University of Toronto and joins me. Welcome, doctor. Thanks very much. How do we convince these parents that it is something that they should do and they should do quickly? Yeah, I mean, I think the pandemic has had a really profound effect on children. I think that's something that we sometimes forget. Uh, School closures and the cancellation of many activities that they're used to, extracurriculars and sports, those things have all had a really profound impact on kids. And I think we have to remember that vaccinating children gives us the best shot of being able to have life go back to normal for kids. Schools to remain open, uh, sports and extracurriculars to, to return. And so I think when we're thinking about the calculation of of having children vaccinated, I think we have to think think about all those potential benefits uh, for kids as well when parents are thinking about these decisions because I think those are are very critical aspects to their physical, social, um, all those sort of pieces, their development as well. Dr. Ellen, the people, the parents that will call me will say things like, okay, all of the adults around me are vaccinated, double vaccinated. The outcomes for kids for COVID, if they do get Um, statistically it's very low that there'll be negative outcomes and that doesn't balance out in my mind to the risks potential risks of a vaccine a new vaccine could you address that yeah of course i mean i think that when we think about vaccination for kids we know that children are at much lower risk as you say of severe covid and long covid we have all that information available but i think when we're thinking about vaccination we need to think We need to think about sort of the other benefits to them that I mentioned around uh, return to sort of normalcy for them. And I think as far as the safety and effectiveness of that vaccine, uh, what we've seen from trial data is reassuring and that this is a safe and effective vaccine for children in this age group comparable to the older age groups. And so this is this should be something that we communicate clearly to parents, because I think when we think about vaccination, confidence is so important and making sure that we have given clear Uh, factual information to parents about uh, the vaccine so they can feel confident in kind of making these decisions for their kids. I think even for myself, my experience, and and I'm not alone, there's several million of us uh, who took the advice from the government earlier this year, which is take the first vaccine that comes your way. Uh, That was AstraZeneca. And then we had the pause and then we had a change and all of that. And so I I think that must play, I think that plays into a lot of parents' calculations about how quickly they will get their kids vaccinated once it becomes approved. 
Right. I mean, Health Canada hasn't yet approved, so there is a process that this will go through before it's made available to parents and kids, or sorry, to children. And so I think parents have to trust in the institutions that are regulating this in order to make uh, those decisions. And with COVID, we're learning as we go, right? We're, we're always basing recommendations on the best available evidence. So I think we really um, trust that the institutions are, are, are making those decisions about making a vaccine available um, and making sure that it's safe and effective. What do we know about Moderna? We know that Pfizer is first out of the gate. Is Moderna far behind? Yeah, I think Moderna would be a few months behind. It sounds like from the information that I've read that it's a, it's a little uh, further behind, that Pfizer will probably be first sort of in this space for kids. Let's, let's get back then to actually communicating with parents. So yeah. you think that the strongest, um, the, the strongest way that we can talk to parents is like, if you want your kids to get back to a real life, to a back to the life that we had pre-pandemic, then this is the only way forward. I think so. I mean, I think that we know that uh, schools sort of can continue to be these reservoirs where uh, we can have transmission of COVID. And I think also when we're thinking about uh, vaccinating kids, we know that kids can transmit it. So not even just within the school setting, you know, to teachers or kids or that sort of thing, but also when they go home, right? Some children live within intergenerational families. Maybe they live with older adults, grandparents and things like that. And so those uh, those people still remain somewhat vulnerable, even when they're, they're fully vaccinated um, to uh, COVID, right? So when we vaccinate children, we also sort of protect the communities that they're living in, right? With with more vulnerable adults, older adults, and things like that. So I think when we're thinking about kids, there's all the direct benefits that you mentioned about being able to return to normal, to return to school and activities and all the milestones that they're used to. But I think it's also about thinking about community level protection, right? Keeping those cases lower by vaccinating kids provides greater community protection from COVID. And I think that's a really important sort of piece to consider when we're thinking about making these decisions. Dr. Kate Allen, thank you so much for your time today. Absolutely. Thank you. My name is Alan Carter. This is Global News Radio.